Let's check up. Let's check up. Pull up a chair for the midweek checkup now. Welcome to the midweek checkup. My name is Bobby Gillis, and I'm joined by Lindsay Blair. Why are we wearing green? It's St. Patrick's Day. I'm so glad that you reminded me to wear green today. I'm notorious every year for forgetting and getting pinched. Well, St. Patrick has quite a story. When he was about 16, he was captured by Irish pirates and taken as a slave in Ireland. He lived there for six years and looked after animals, but then escaped and returned to his family. He later returned to Ireland as a missionary and is regarded by some as the founder of Christianity in Ireland. Wow, I don't have a, a cool story about St. Patrick to tell, but my Siri on my iPhone speaks in an Irish accent, and I call her Siri McNulty. Check it out. Hey, Siri. Huh? Tell us a joke. What was sodium put in prison for? They said it was assault. What was sodium put in prison for? They said it was assault. Oh, oh yes. Good old Siri McNulty. <laughs> well, there you have it. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. So this past Sunday, Pastor Jonah preached from Matthew 26, verse 69 through 27, verse 10. He said that the scriptures teach us that promises shape our identity or our community. It's just not our promises that do so. Christians make and strive to keep promises because we know that Jesus will keep his. For anyone who missed the sermon or needs help remembering, let's do a quick recap. We begin by looking at the failure of Peter. As in this instance, failure is often a broken promise, which is an assault on our identity because the power of a promise is the power of identity, meaning that our promises determine who we are. And this is quite different from feelings. Although our emotions are a gift from God and we need to listen to what they are telling us, our feelings cannot shape identity because they are too fickle and unpredictable. Promises transcend emotions and create identity, which leads to the power to create community. Promises bind us to each other. We commit to a shared mission and life together. We have a culture that often tells us not to make promises and not to limit our options. And we've been hurt by the broken promises of others, so we have a history that tells us it's too painful to risk making a promise. When we look at Peter, we see a man who made a promise to stick with Jesus to the end. But as Jesus predicted, he broke his promise three times before the rooster crowed on the morning that Jesus was crucified, and he went away weeping. Peter, like the other disciples, do not look like traditional heroes. Fortunately, failure and betrayal don't get the last word in the Christian life. Christians strive to keep promises because we know that Jesus will keep his. We don't muster up willpower. We cultivate long memories and deep faith to root ourselves in the one who keeps every promise. And so we continuously reflect on three promises of Jesus. The promise to judge in righteousness. The promise to die for our sins. And the promise to rise from the grave. Peter went on to become one of the most influential people of all time. He learned that we do not find who we are by abandoning commitments. We find our identity by resting in the promises of Christ. And every promise is an opportunity to experience the faithful, empowering presence of Jesus. 
We get to respond to his presence through lives of generosity as we become people who are generous with forgiveness, generous with our promises, and generous with our possessions. We give because God gave first. And that leads us into this coming Sunday. We'll find an answer to the common demand to perform and to prove ourselves, and we'll see how we can find solidarity and confidence in Christ. To join us online or in person, and for those who will be attending in person, remember that Sojourn Kids is reopening this Sunday. We'll see you then.